Yes, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Winner's Circle brought to you by Grande Sports Training. This is a brand new episode with professional soccer player Rodrigo Da Costa, currently a player for FC Tulsa. Rodri, how are you doing today, my man? I'm good. I'm good. And you? I'm doing fantastic. How's uh, life treating you over there in Oklahoma? Good, good. The, the weather is really hot, close to almost Brazil, but we are doing good. Awesome, Rodri. So how long have you been playing in, in Tulsa now? This is your second now year, it's, right? It's my second year, yeah. I started 2019, and now I'm going for my second season. And uh, what position are you playing over there? Midfielder, attacking midfielder. Has that always yeah. been your natural position? Yeah, like always midfielder, but sometimes over here I play as an eight, sometimes I play as a ten, like depending of like how we're gonna play like formation stuff. So but most of the time attacking midfielder. So Rodri, I mean real quick, it's just interesting how you know, your story, how you made the jump to the professional game. What was the number one thing that stood out to you right away as soon as you went into the first training session with the protein wow it was nice like the feeling like that you like you made it but it's still like you're still far from where you want to be you know like you always want to like improve but you also you want to improve like the level of the game that you're playing like the the level of the tournament the level of the league so you always want to go for the next step so but it was really good you know like the even though like I came from like small schools like from like like really hard times in like during this like college all of through like your mind go all of through that and to see like that you finally made it like professionals and was nice it was nice like a, a, a nice way to start like my the first day a nice way to think about it like let's let's bring it back all the way to where you were born what part of brazil are you from so I was born in Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, and specifically, specifically, like the neighbor is called Maya. It's like like a, a a neighbor in Rio de Janeiro, and yeah, I was born in 1993. And how was December? How was it growing up in in Brazil playing soccer? When did you start playing? Bro, I started to play when I was like really, really like little from like maybe from like that I remember like from my five years old, I started like playing futsal, but like competition, you know, like travel teams, high guys call here travel teams. Mm -hmm. Like my, my dad was a professional soccer player. My grandfather was professional soccer player. So from like, I was always like, kind of like this like involved in the game always like with the like kind of pressure we can say like that so I was always around that like my dad was really involved in the team that we used to, that he played and we used to I still going I still a fan from Botafogo and he was involved in the club and stuff so we used to go for the games we used to, from kid you know so you start to love the game. You start to see like the inside. So that's where you get like the. You start to become like you became a fanatic for the team, you know. And that's so and interesting. From the soccer. That's so interesting that you say that because I know the environment that you grew up in plays a huge role of how your upbringing is. So you were exposed to, you know, the atmosphere. Your your dad, your grandfather played professionally, and they added that pressure to you to become a, a soccer player. Did you always feel that you wanted to go down that avenue? Uh, when I was like, like, until the 14, 15, you know, because from there I was having a good time. I was, was hard for me because I used to go for, in a, a, my, my mom was a teacher. So she used to like force me a lot on the school side. And my dad used to force me a lot on the, like the sports side not just soccer, but sport in general, like for them was really important for my mom too, but she was also always thinking about like the, you know, academic side. So it was hard for me because, you know, like, especially in Brazil, 
like from this age if you practice and at the same time you go to school it's really hard like you go from school in the morning and then like i used to go everything by bus in brazil you know like the like public transportation so i used to catch a bus to school the school used to catch a bus to practice and practice after you catch a bus to like home so it was like really long days you know so but from 14 like I used to like keep thinking about that, but after that you start to see also like a lot of good people that are playing. Like you start to see like that like it's not that easy how you think. You know everybody's gonna make it. it's not like that. Like just a little little like one percent like even less of people that really like practice their whole life, and then they make professionals. You know so you start to see like how hard it is and how much you need to give up on your personal life, how much you need, like all my friends going out, all my friends, like in the beginning there, like, of like, ah, oh, let's go to the mall, you know, like, oh, let's go for um, a theater with the girls and or, like move theater, let's see, like, let's the group from the, the school group, let's get together and like in a mall and stuff and to talk and stuff. And I, I couldn't go like, because the other day I had practice or I had like, you know, a game, so you start to give up and sometimes you think like, is that like, am I doing the, the right thing? Is that for me? Is that like, you know, so all these questions come in our mind and like when you're young and if maybe you don't have the, the like someone helping you like to think about all of these questions, it is hard, you know. Did you have somebody helping you and, and kind of guiding you in the right way? Would you say that was your your dad and your grandfather? Yeah, I would say that, but like also the 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 why I stopped to play in Brazil was because of that. Like because big part was because of my dad and my grandfather, you know. So when my my dad passed away, I was like, oh no, like I I think that's not for me. Like I I don't want anymore. Like even though like and all of that was hard. Like and my mom was like, okay, so like let's go for like the academic part, let's go, like, you can, soccer is not everything, you know, you can do something else, like, you, you can keep soccer practicing, you can keep doing the things, but let's focus now, like, in the academic part, because you can become some, like, some something else, you know, you don't need to become a, you don't need to become a, that is not just soccer in the future, you know, you can have a lot of things to do it. Exactly, and what, around what age did that tragic accident happened was I a 14 i was 14 15 years old okay so and, and at, that there, age, like, at that age were you already playing competitively um at what yeah like, yeah i was playing Botafogo in the academies for Botafogo and stuff like i was like playing like in other places too like i was going around but like when something happened like that like it's just hard to like to try to focus and like you know especially when you're young and like that's the the person that is always with you taking you to the games like you know so it's hard for like someone 14 15 years old to take that well like and how did how did you manage that like during those times what did you do to try to you know make yourself feel better what did you say to yourself what was going through your mind so the the way that happened was i I had to to get a, a psychologist, someone that helps you. Uh, even now, I keep doing like yeah, a lot of professional does. Like it's for now, I do for a different purpose, like to try to help you to focus on your game, to focus on on your anxiety and stuff. But back in the days, I, I was doing because of the the tragedy that happened, and. That was the one one of the many things that helped me to put like my mind on like on the right things and try to like to focus in the new things of my life, you know, to see like that soccer is, was not like everything, you know, that I had more things than soccer in my life, my family. No, that's that's super interesting, Rodri, because I know a lot of times when when people have you know these these tragic accidents it really helps put things into perspective and really appreciate different things in life because i know growing up as a kid and you know i can say the same thing it's we get obsessed with the game yes. and we forget we forget everything else exists right 
it's not until maybe something happens or we mature a little bit that we realize that there's there is a life outside of soccer you know what i mean and it kind of creates that balance would you say that that kind of helped you create that balance where you know you appreciated other little things as well as you know training hard and, and pursuing your dream yeah bro and especially like I think after that happened, I start to like give more opportunities. I can say like that, but like for my for the other side, like not just soccer, you know. Because before I used to be too much into that, and after that, I start to like to see like different things. I start to enjoy like more my family, like always going to my grandma's, my grandparents' house. Like you know, you start to because you don't have the 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 weekend thing. You don't have like that like in the mornings like when like from the maybe from my eight to the 12 when i used to play futsal all the games was in the morning mm -hmm. so like i couldn't go to like sundays my family used to go to church and then lunch i couldn't go because i would be like having a game uh i i lost many like graduations for my brother my brother's in the military career i lost many graduations because he was in another state so i couldn't go because the weekend i have to be back you know, so I, I lost many things that because of soccer. And when that happened, you start to see like, oh, like, okay, I don't have soccer, but I, now I have something else. You know, I have my family. I have like, and it, it, it is like a, a different way to think about life. You know, even though, even now, like, I don't have my family. Like, I live in the U.S. like for five years already. And during these five years, maybe I saw my family four times you know yeah so that's making also like making that jump like, to the u.s was tough it, it is bro and it is for players too like for example like i have a, a friend here that plays over here he's also brazilian that he went to to live in his club the club that he did all his academy with 12 years old because the, the academy was really far so he started to live over there can you imagine you leave your house with 12 years old like and it is the same like I, I have been here like five years and i see my family like four times like five times one of that two of that i went there and three times they they have to, they had to come here because it is just so many things you know at the same time and stuff like so it is hard like and i think like this when that happened and i start to see like give like more like not opportunity but like you know, like opportunity to see something different for soccer that I start to learn more about life. And that time was good for me to learn because I'm using now, you know, even though I have a family here now, like I have my wife, I have her family, like it, it's different, you know, I'm living like we are living out of the, like my, her, her, my, my wife's family is from Miami and we are living like in Oklahoma. So it's still like us two now alone over here, you know, so it's, it's the, like she, it's the first time that she's passing through that. I have been like passing through that like from like the last five years. So I know how it is, you know, but like it's just different, like how the things come to your life for you to learn. And in the future, you can like still using and like using the examples, you know. So I admire your story and I admire all the the things that you had to go through because it shows you know i i personally know you i've known you for a while now and i think you are a fantastic person fantastic player you have a great heart and it really shows i think it's super important that for the people listening they understand that you know not everything that happens in your life needs to go towards the dark side right there's always yeah exactly. there's always there's always a light at the end of the tunnel and whether we can see it or not it's there and it's just our job to find it. Um, how would you say this affected you, like, playing career-wise? So, you know, you move over here to the States. Around what age did you move to the States now? I moved, so I stopped competing in Brazil to play. I was playing just for fun, just, like, you know, pick up games and stuff to make kind of some money in the weekends and stuff. And then I was in college already in Brazil. And I had this opportunity to come over to Miami to play and go to to college when I was like 20. Was 20, yeah, 20. It was 2015 that I came, I was 20 already. So I was like almost like 
two years I was in college and stuff. And I said, you know what, like, my mom also, like, was really, like, Rodrigo, maybe that's your opportunity. Like, you always love soccer. You all, like, you see, like, soccer is giving us opportunity to have, like, a college for free, like, in another, like, country like that. I came from a, a normal family in Brazil, you know, like, the family that had to work. My mom had, like, two jobs. Like, my dad was, like, also, like, working a lot. Like, after, even after he played, like, back in the days, soccer didn't give money, you know. Mm. Soccer soccer players not making money so after like he had to work a lot so like was also like well it's me and other two brothers so like I never thought that never passed to my mind like that I was gonna have this opportunity you know so when that like came to me like someone offering this opportunity I was like oh mom I don't know like maybe it's gonna be like you know how am I gonna live over there like money like different language like I, I didn't know any 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 word in english you know so i i had like i never had like i never i, I didn't knew any like in brazil it's just it's different because for example if you're born here in miami for example or in the us you know a lot of different cultures you know you you like you know people from chile you know people from england you know people from argentina you kind of see like different cultures, you know. In Brazil, I didn't know nobody from outside of Brazil. I never just met Brazilians. someone like just Brazilians, you know. So like that never passed through my mind that I could have like the opportunity to like to go abroad and like like get a degree, you know. Like I was, my mind was like, if I I'm gonna go there for free, like I'm gonna get a degree, and if I wanna come back to Brazil. I'm gonna have like a lot of experience. I'm gonna know like a different language, you know, that all counts towards like, and then if I wanna get a good job and like, you know, so that was my first like thought when I, I, I had this opportunity. So you kind of were like on the fence about going or staying. And yes. then ultimately you went, now you're here. What went through your mind for you to be like, I'm going? What I, was was I'm like being fair was more my mom because I think my mom like in the young ages she was pressing so much about the academic part that when that happened with my dad she kind of got like not upset but she felt like kind of was her fault that she didn't like support me like 100% she supported me, but was like also supporting like school, supporting different things, you know? She was not like, I guess for her was not like, like I didn't support him 100% on soccer and he didn't become what he wants because of me. It was kind of that, you know? That was my feeling that I felt from her. So when I had this opportunity, I was like, mom, but the thing is that like I'm gonna have to make like over there like at least seven hundred dollars to pay my food and stuff. Like I don't know how I'm gonna do that. Like I, I need to talk with the coach and stuff. She was the first one like that. Hoje, you're gonna do whatever you need. Like go. Like she was the like putting pressure, you know. Because of course she knew like it was gonna be really good for me getting a degree over here, getting like the whole experience also in Brazil like was like danger like I was getting an age like that you want to go out an age that like you know you want us like go out go back in like 2 a.m 3 a.m and it is danger you know but as a like a, a teenager you don't understand that but your mom and your parents are the ones that suffer you know that cannot sleep that like you know so she was also in this like go over there like security like you're gonna have like a true experience of life you're gonna be living alone like that's gonna give you a lot of experience like going towards the future you know so she was the one that like was the whole time on my like my years like go 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 so i took the decision to come <clears throat> awesome that's such an interesting story man because now you're here you know, I'm I'm pretty sure, I'm 100% sure you still have your mom very clear in your mind. She's still in your ears, pushing oh, yeah. you to do the best you can. And you went to college. You ended up going to college in Miami. You had that first experience. How were your first months here in the United States? How did you adjust to the culture change? How did you adjust to making friends? Obviously, on the field, you know, everybody speaks the same language. But 
how was all that process for you? So, like in the beginning, I because I didn't have like any tests, I didn't have any English, I didn't have nothing. So the coach from Florida Memorial University, the, the college that I came, invited me to come to play PGL. Was like the summer tournament, so I could like learn a little bit about like about the soccer over here, but not just that. Like I, I could have the experience and learn a little bit of English before like I I do that uh, the the test the English test that I I needed to to get in the in the college in college you know, so I was here for three months four months like playing and learning and trying to like learn you know just listen and trying like to meet new meet new people especially in the team like we had like a lot of um, uh, different people but everybody are different cultures but everybody was speaking english you know always and in spanish so like it was good for me like to try to learn 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 so i did the test like my grade was not good at all but by somehow god helped me and like i was accepting the school you know so when i was accepted i got my the document that you you needed to take i took to brazil i went to the 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 us place over there to get my visa my student visa and then i i i i came back to the us by august you know so i was here about four months like trying to learn and like you know just like understand a little bit of the culture and like to see how different was you know but the the harder the, the like for sure the hardest moments was like in the beginning like going to college like going to classes that you don't i was not like honestly i was not thinking about soccer like in any moment of my but soccer was just like to enjoy for me like it was the best part of my day because i was gonna have fun because when i go to school like i used to like be so stressful because i could not understand like good I I had to spend so much time to to do the homeworks over here in the US. Like Brazil is different; you don't have that much homeworks. We have more tests, you know, during class, and over here we have a lot of homeworks. So I was not used to that. So it used to take so long to do the homeworks, you know. So because I didn't know like how to do it, I didn't know English. So I had to like was a completely different experience, but it was good to like. I guess like that the effort that I did in the beginning helped me for like to pick up better and like from the like for my second year I was like doing better where you know yeah so now that you look back at it do you see how much you've grown as a person from the first day you stepped foot in Miami to now what do you what would oh, you yeah, say bro. was your biggest change what was the biggest thing that that you learned it's like I I have like I I think a lot about that because like I'm always talk with my mom and stuff like everything that like I always like if I have to like to take a decision a hard decision I always call her like ask for her like advice and stuff like and I see like that like nowadays even asking her like I also have a family here that I need to take care you know so like that experience that i had in the beginning of like living alone of like doing whatever i need to do it to like to make money to like to have the food like you know i still doing that like for my family now now like nowadays you know like that's why like all the practice and all the like games i like i try to focus as much as i can the team can be playing bad the weather can be like terrible like we can have all the excuses but i'm always i'm always always gonna try to focus and give my 200 percent because i know that i need that thing you know i need to succeed on that because i have other people's like 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 not just like on like depend on me but they are like cheering for me you know they are they are like the whole the whole time my wife like for now for example with the whole coronavirus situation she she's in the group the risk group she has asthma and like uh, uh allergies allergies and allergies so i had to like i'm i'm i had to leave my house she's we are living in the same complex but she's living in one apartment i'm living in another one so and I, I cannot see her you know i see her through the window she's staying inside their house 
and like I sit her like through the window. We talk through the window. Like she stay inside. I call her from downstairs, and we talk. But that is just one more thing. Like if it was like uh, another like maybe if I was not prepared for that, I was gonna say you know what I'm not playing. I'm not playing, and like we're gonna say like. But we spoke about it, and she said like you have been like a long way already. Like and you are so close to like go to the next step, like, don't give up right now, you know, because of course the past three of mine, like, I'm here alone with her, she's far from her family, she's far from everybody, she came here because of me, and now I, I had to leave her, because I've been, like, in danger, you know, playing, like, you can catch corona at any time, you know, and I don't want to take home, so she was the first one to say, like, hey, no, you cannot give up right now, like, we are so close, like, we we are so close to to make like the next level. Like, are you gonna give up right now? Like, are you gonna like? She's the one that always asks me, "Are you doing enough? Like, are you doing like? If we are doing all of this like outside of the field, are you giving us like everything that you can inside the field? Are you like she, she's really good? Like, like she's a partner, you know? So I feel I feel like that's the the biggest accomplishment that like. I, I, not I can get it, but we can get it, like, me and her, like, and that I learned here, you know, like, that I learned that, like, you're never alone, you know, right. but depends how you're gonna take, like, I couldn't take as a, like, you know what, I'm not gonna play, and that would be bad for me, not bad for me as a, as a person, but bad for my career, you know, because in the next year, I, I have two years contract, or I have, 2000 until 2021 over here but it's still like for the other year like how my numbers gonna show how my like i was so close last year to make like a, a better an, another step i'm am i gonna like go down now people's gonna forget about it you know mm -hmm. like it sucks really quick like you cannot like just let up this moment pass you know you need to like take the like the whole moment as much as you can like to try to make your name you know to make an, a name for yourself so all these things like i think i i i learned a lot over here and like i from the first day that i got here i think i i have come like a long way yeah i, I agree i totally agree with you really i from what you just told me it sounds like sometimes you create a i want to say maybe like a sort of pressure on yourself in your mind to make sure you make the best decision but even if yeah. you don't even if you don't make the best decision you're able to figure out ways to make it work you know what yeah, i mean because like yeah, i i need to make it work you know yeah that's the thing that comes to my mind like i need to come but i i also think that's like a, a cultural thing you know yeah. in brazil like because it's so hard bro like like for example right now like my sister she, she lost her job like it, it is like a different situation you know in Brazil, like, in, especially South America, like, we know, like, the our economy is not that good, like, there's mm -hmm. a lot of people trying to get a job, it's like, we have a lot of unemployed people, so, like, it is hard, like, you, you need to try to make, like, as much as you can, you know, so I think I bring that from Brazil, like, to here, like, I'm gonna try, like, no matter what's happened, I'm gonna try to best the, the I'm gonna try to make the best of personally, and I'm gonna try to bring everybody with me. You know, if people doesn't wanna come, it's fine. But like, I'm gonna try to give my best and always try to to be improving so we can get like to succeed. No, and that's amazing because you're gonna make it happen no matter what. Because there's people that if it doesn't work one way, man, I'm done with it. Man, no, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's it's this special kind of thinking that certain people have that's so interesting. And you have that. You have that thinking of. If it doesn't work with the first decision, with no problem. I'm going to work on decision two. doesn't work, decision three. But no matter what, you're going to find a solution. You know what I yeah. mean? That's awesome. That's awesome. So, Rodri, after you, you played in college, you were here for a year, a couple of years, let's fast forward to that professional opportunity. How did it happen? Who saw you? Who got in contact with you? If you could walk us through that process, that would be fantastic. So... When I finished college, our team, especially like after my after my first year, I transferred to Florida National University. That was like a small school by the time that I transferred. 
but the team was really good. So, and also the coach also always used to make like really difficult schedules, you know. We used to play a lot of G1s, G2 schools. So that used to bring us like more like, you know, like people watching exposure. us. It's exposure, exactly. So by the, I was always playing good, like always doing my best. But by the college time, I also was doing different things. I was also working. I was already for my wife, you know. We're living alone already, like, so it's different when you're sharing an apartment with seven guys and when you go to live alone, you know, like, seven guys, you don't pay nothing. Like, it's like, you know, whatever the weekend games you play, you can make money to pay, you know. But I was living alone with my wife already. I had to make a little bit more money. I had to have more responsibilities. And being honestly, becoming a professional was never in my mind. You know, because my school was small, like, we didn't have that much opportunities, like, in this big scenario. A lot of people just look for, like, D1 schools, D1 soccer players, and all the sports is always like that. So, by the third, my, but everybody used to tell me, like, look, you, you're a really good player. All the coaches used to, oh, my God, you're a really good player. Like, you keep trying to, like, you, you're you going to have opportunity, you're going to have opportunity. But I never took, like, I was always practicing. I was always doing everything, but I never took, like, that's my only, the only thing that I want, you know. I was, like, doing different things and thinking about different things that I could do in the future because I had a family already, you know. It's not just, like, about me anymore. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about that. And by when I was a senior, the, the, by like November, we finished up a season and my coach, he asked me to go to school and he, we got in a meeting and he said, look, that's three letters, like different USL teams, they're inviting you for like, a, uh, one was inviting me like for a preseason and the other two was inviting me for, for just like for go for combined you know, but USL teams, I said, oh, okay, that's good. Uh, so, like, okay. And another guy that brought me here was also talking another club. The guy that gave me this opportunity to come to college over here, you know. He has an agent in Brazil that helped kid, the kids to come to college over here. So, I was like, I was also in contact with him. He was like, Rodrigo, from November now to January, keep practicing. Keep practicing because I'm going to find you something. So, I said, are you serious? Like, I'm, are you sure? Like, I'm like, no, you keep practicing. Like, don't, don't stop. I'm gonna find you something. I said, okay. So then I start to practice with Jada, like that you met him, like a personal training in Miami. I start to practice with him, like practice, practice from November to January. I practice like the whole time, the, every day, every day, every day in the morning, every day. So by that, by January, he, he contacted me and said, Rodrigo, like, I have, like, opportunity for you. It's not good, like, as money because you are, like, no, like, because of the, the college that I came, like, being international, like, in the USL league, you have just seven spots for international, yeah. you know? So the guy said, like, look, you're going to be, like, in one of these spots where normally, like, these people are normally, like, people that, they know already, you know, that people's going to be they're impacting the game. Yeah. yeah, they have already a name. Nobody knows you, your rookie. Nobody knows you. Nobody knows the, the, the college career that you had. So you can go for combines and show them, or you can go for this opportunity that you're going to go sign already. You're going to have your apartment. You're going to have the your salary. You're going to have food. And, you know, but you're gonna, it's opportunity. It's not yeah. like, you know, and I took that as opportunity. So from the first day that I got here, bro, I was like flying, doing everything, blah, doing everything. And people didn't know me. Like we had another guys from on the team that was like, you know, guys from the league or whatever that, that are playing for three, four, five years. And I, I came here to like the coach's expectations for me to be like a bench player, you know, and then, from the first game on preseason, I started to play. We normally play six games on preseason. I play all the preseason games. I play all the season games because was that like the man, the mental like setting that I came already over here was like I'm gonna play like that's opportunity. I cannot go there and waste one year of my one year of my life 
just to be sitting around and watching people play. And then for the next year, if you don't play, I'm done. You know, I'm not going to have another opportunity, especially being international. You know, people doesn't waste their spot with, you know, with players that are not going to play. All the international players, they need to play. You have a pressure to play because you're way, like you're in one of these spots, you know. So that's how it happened. Like, I had an opportunity to come here to FC Tulsa and then I started to play, started to play, started to play. And I had a good season. And then I signed a new contract. No, and th that's amazing. That mentality you have, just being able to prepare every single day for an opportunity. Because you don't know, you come here, maybe the coach doesn't like your haircut and he sends you back home, right? That's how it happens. Yeah, but it is. It, it's special. <laughs> it is. You went in with the mentality and the mindset of, I'm going to make, again, the whatever it takes. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to prepare myself to the best of capabilities that I can. And I'm going to show that I belong there. You didn't even care if, you know, you were a rookie coming in. Nobody knew your name. You came in. No, and what, what it is, like, a lot of people was going to, like, maybe be upset or, like, sad because that happened here last year. Is like, for example, I was becoming a professional soccer player. You're in there, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, I did it. I made it. But now I want to go to the next step. And I was playing all the preseason games, like, I was doing everything because I also was, like, in a good shape. I was wet, you know. Normally, players that come, like, they're playing professional wear. They use their time as, like, uh, this, like, month, two months as, like, a vacation. Like, they take time and they spend with the family. And then the preseason, they're going to start to get, like, ready for the season, you know. But from the preseason, I got here, like, already, like, you know, on shape. And I was doing, yeah, I was doing everything already, you know. So... By the, but, but for example, one, a good example of that was like from like before the season, like middle, middle preseason, I was playing already. People was like respecting me already. Like, you know, because in the beginning, you don't know nobody. Like, it's like you yeah, start to make friends outside. You know, some guys know each other already. So they have kind of their own group. Like, like who's this guy talk. coming in? Yeah, like yeah, you don't want to talk too much too. Like, you like trying to get your your like your your spot so and then the like that people think it's just in college but like rookies as a professional too first year contract you need to help like you need to help take the the clothes to wash after practice you need to take the the clothes from the the laundry room to the to the to the dressing room like you need to help doing the trips to take the luggages like and some players get mad at that. Like they say, oh, me? Why me? Like I'm perfect. Like they think like they, you know, they above like all the pupils. Like, and I was like, okay, I, I, I don't care. It's fine. I got the things help. Like you know, so that also help. Like how you gonna take the like the people yeah, so telling you what you do. You know, in the field is the same. Like if someone tells you, oh, next time you do that, and you don't take like in the right away, you can like that can finish with your game. You can get mad. It takes you out of the game, you know. But if you think that as like, a, like, no, next time, maybe I had that option, you know. If you think that as like, a, like someone is trying to help you, if you don't take in the negative side, that can help you a lot. Like that in every single like way, you know, like in the game, outside of the game, if it's someone asking you to do the, the lunch or is it someone asking you like for a different option, you know, it's just like how you should take, like that's going to help you like for sure in the future. Yeah, no, it's, it's being able to see the, the perspective of another person, you know, and that, not necessarily is saying that what you did is wrong, but they just saw a different option that could have been. And I, I completely agree with you. I think as a player, as a person, if you're able to, try to understand where the other person is coming from or, or, you know, at least listen to them, you know, you can grow so much more as a player, as a person. And I think that's awesome. So after that, Rodrigo, that you, they liked you, you were playing the whole preseason. You had your first professional season. I was following you from down here. I'm going to say, man, Mr. Rodrigo over here <laughs> doing numbers. He's killing it. He's making it happen. How, at what point in the, in the season did you feel like, like shit, I'm I'm actually making it happen right now. Like, what was going through your mind? So, like, obviously, like 
the team didn't like what made like made me sad from last year was that the team didn't do good mm-hmm. as like a like a team collectively and yeah like and that doesn't help like doesn't like doesn't make not like you can be doing good but if the team is not doing good you're not gonna like you know like sh- like you're not gonna people is not gonna see you i would say like that you know because your team is not doing good like you're not like you know so that would make me sad because i try to do everything from like to help the team it was not about me trying to score a goal or me trying to give assists or it was like it was just about like trying to like to make the team win you know but besides that like i was able to like to make like a good impact on the team like being the kid that nobody knew like for the kid like the like you know was people was talking about and stuff so like in one game like it's nice to watch for example when you watch the game and the guy like someone uh in the tv before the 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 the, the match start like they they put me as like a, a player to watch you know to pay attention and like articles about like my story like talking about like how i left brazil like how everything happened and like at 25 years old i made professional and that i could go even further like you know so all these things make you like realize that like you know you you are getting there but like you cannot like you think cannot. that is the end of the the road you know like it's still a really long road exactly you know? exactly so yeah no I, i i i agree with you i think it's nice to see all those things but i know as a soccer player the thing is it's always a constant work hard i need to keep working i need to yeah. keep working. Can... it's good it's good to hear of course it's good for your ego for like to like to help you but if you're taking the wrong perspective that can also like take you like down you know if you take think you oh no i'm doing way. really good i'm doing really good i don't need to do that extra shooting in the end of the practice so oh, i'm doing really good i don't need to do that extra like 30 balls like crossing you know I don't need to do the actual lifting that I was going to do this afternoon because I'm doing good and it is not like that you know if mm-hmm. one of the biggest example of that is Cristiano Ronaldo like if you watch his career like the guy made like three Champions League in a row he could stop after the first one he could say like I'm a champion already I don't care you know and the guy made three in a row like that that's mindset like it's all on your mind you know Exactly. And I try to I try to take that like I try to get like the best examples for my life you know and I that's how I'm going to try to raise my kids that's how I'm going to try to like you know always try to take the best examples that I can try to to take from from like to, for your life And Rodri in that first season I know you have a really interesting and and funny story with your wedding how did that whole thing yeah, go <laughs> was hard it was hard because we we had a game so also as a first see and stuff i didn't want to miss any game you know i didn't want to miss like i didn't want to ask for like oh like uh coach can i have like one week out because of my wedding and get back you don't have your spot anymore like it's not like you know it is like everybody fighting every day like how many like practices you like you you are feeling like hurting but you don't come out like you say no no it's fine it's fine because you don't want to come out because someone can get your spot you know so yeah. you're trying always to like to prove yourself especially being the first year nobody knew me so I was like playing 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 and then was like my wedding was on a sunday the may 19 and we had a game on the may 18 so when the the the, the schedule came out i spoke with my wife and stuff so i said look let's let's wait for close the wedding i'm going to see how we're going to like play that situation so when it got close i i spoke with my coach and said look coach can, uh, after the game i'm going to leave to my wedding can i can i come back like monday tuesday like said no Rodrigo, don't worry like go and come back wednesday i said okay so was good like everything good my wife and stuff i i the we had the the plans booked from was in, in San Luis so I had the, the San Luis to to Dallas and Dallas to Miami you know the the club bought away it was perfect everything perfect 
one day before the game, nine, we're going to dinner, we're in San Luis already, we're after like practicing in San Luis, we went to dinner, everybody app, we had an app from the American Alliance, like beeping during the dinner. And we don't get the, the, the cell phones during dinner normally, everybody puts cell phones away, it's time to talk, like, you know, to get the, the bomb team. team. So, yeah. So after I got my cell phone walking back to the hotel and say flight cancel, no I was like, way. what? Flight cancel, like everybody flight cancel. I went straight to the, to, to the director saying like, look, that cannot happen. Like you need <laughs> to find like a way, you know, to get to Dallas, like so Dallas, I can go to Miami, I can stop. So I know no, I'm calling the, the lady where the responsible, she's gonna try to find you another flight, let's see. And then that, you don't even sleep. Like, I was like so nervous. And I didn't tell nobody, I didn't tell nobody. I just, yeah. like, I spoke just with my brother. Like I told him like, look, that happened. Like, don't tell nobody. Like, but I don't know, I'm gonna solve this problem, but I'm gonna have to find a way. So in the next day, we wake up, I went to breakfast and stuff. The guy came and said, Rodrigo, it is like a, a weather thing. Because in San Luis, it was like the foggy. That's how you guys call it, right? Fog, mm -hmm. like you, you cannot, you don't have you visibility, you cannot see, you cannot see anything. So, and it is gonna be fog, like you're not gonna, we, it's really hard to find a flight right now. I'm just letting you know for now. I said, all right, like I need to make to Dallas, and Dallas is five hours. So I said, like, you know what? Like, if I had to get an Uber, if I get to like rent a car and drive to Dallas, I'm gonna do it. Like, I don't know, I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna make it like. I need to make two dollars because my flight to Dallas to Miami was fine. It was on time, it was perfect. So I said like, but inside you, that starts to like, know. you yeah, know, yeah. to yeah. eat you, like, it starts to like, like, my God, like you, like, it's a wedding, bro. Like, how am I gonna <laughs> tell my wife that the wedding is not happening? I had 20 people fly from Brazil to here. I oh had family came like over. It was not just like people from Miami that you can't like, it, like, no, people spend money, waste, like spend money, come to Miami, like visiting. I had a, one of my, the, my grooms, like the guys, came just for the weekend. He had to work, he couldn't leave his job. He, had, he works in a bank in Brazil. So he, he left Brazil Friday and he went back Monday. Just for you, like I was like the whole pressure on my back. So I went to the game. We, we did the game. We played, like, but the, the good thing was like before the game, the 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 director the the how how the trainer the trainer directs that like Rodrigo no don't worry about that like focus on your game after the game we if that they don't solve the problem we're gonna go to the hotel we take a shower and I'm gonna drive you to Dallas with the van because the, looks like they're gonna be able to find a flight just. Uh, for the guys to come back just Tuesday, like three days, like the game was Saturday, they're gonna go back home just Tuesday too. So don't worry, like I'm gonna drive you with the van that, that we, we had there to go around, you know, to the hotel, the stadium, like or to do the thing. So I said, okay, so that was like a little bit like, oof, like I'm gonna, like I have a way to get there. So after the game, the game went on, like we, I score was 1-1. I was like happy after the game done, like the, the adrenaline and pass of the game and then start a new thing that was like, I need to make it like to Dallas, you know? <laughs> so this guy drove me like from 12, like uh, 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. to Dallas. We drove like, I don't know how many miles, like five and a half hours. And I, I made it to Dallas and Dallas, I got the flight and got to Miami, bro. Like, but when I told that to my wife, my wife was like crying. She was like, "Oh my God, can you imagine? They cannot even make the the way. Yeah, like, imagine you're gonna die. Up. Imagine you don't show up. <laughs> I was gonna die. Like, how? What is gonna tell? Like, yeah, my family, my friends, like everybody here. So don't think about that. I made it. That is done. That's done. But it was funny. Like, I had like 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 the channel like over here channel six did like like spoke about this situation like did a whole interview about it, it was really fun and no, then no. everything happened 
for a reason and I, I made it. No, um, I'm glad you made it. Thankfully you made it because I don't know what would have happened, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think she will leave me. <laughs> She's well, gonna Rod- say I'm done. I'm done. Rodri, just to wrap things up, I'm just going to finish with a few questions. Uh, I always ask everybody that comes on the podcast a few questions to finish. And it's just quick, simple questions. But first one, Rodri, what is your definition of being a winner? I, I win, bro, for me, it's on a mindset, you know. It's not about, like, if you're going to win games or not. Like, it's not like, in the, like, like the number is not going to show who is the winner, who is not the winner, you know. The winner for me, like, is the, the mindset that you take, not just inside the field, you know, outside too, when someone tells you, like, something that doesn't, you don't like it, but, like, you have a winner mentality, you're going to, like, go through that, like one more like wall, you know, you're going to pass through that and you're going to try to go for your next steps, you know. So like for everything, I have a goal, you know, and goals, like I do my life like in goals, like I write down my goals, like in the beginning of the year, I try to make like that as a, like a, you know, something for me, like to keep me motivated so I can like, you know, have this winner mentality and try to always like to like go for the next step. Love it. And if you could give advice to a 13-year-old Rodrigo, what would you tell him? About soccer? Anything. Life, soccer, family. I, say, I would tell them like, to, like, to, to enjoy more the life. You know, to not, like, foc- of course, focus, focus is good. No matter, because 13 years old, you start to think like, oh, I'm going to do that. I want to do that. You know, you're like, like old enough to think like, what you want to become like as a like a growing up so you can focus in whatever you want to do if it is soccer or is to become a doctor or it is like nowadays you know you can learn a lot with the internet you can learn a lot like already like you don't need to go to college for example to learn something that is going to be good for you you know you're going to learn you can learn like but it's good like to have experience to learn with your life and like always trying to like to respect everybody to love everybody you know because the the world is just like it's always like rotating and in like if you like if you do something bad for someone now that's gonna come back for you you know we don't know when if it is in five or in 10 or in 15 years but it's gonna come back so like just try to do like whatever you can to help everybody and like be a good person and focus on whatever you want but like also focus on your family like on like the good things of the life, you know. Love it. And my last question for you, Rodrigo. Will we see you in MLS 2021? Hopefully, bro. Hopefully. I'm fine. That that was my that that is one of my goals. So I'm I'm working towards that. Love and it. Ho- hopefully I'm gonna make it. If not in 2021, 2022 or 23 or 24, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna keep working. Yeah, I'm gonna it's- keep working for that. Love it. Well, Rodrigo, thank you so much for your time. And for everybody listening, thank you for listening in. Remember, the podcast is available on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe. Rate us now. Until the next time, guys, have a blessed day. Thank you.